It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And uh, wow, Noah, you know, I, I always have to do the wow, Noah, uh, because uh, the wow factor is always the unfactor. And what we've been doing that day or that moment or that time, but uh, this is the James Cooley show and it's all about It's Your Life. How you doing, my friend? It is Hulk Day! Oh, man. You know, you set me up, bro. You know that I, I was, was waiting. Getting... I'm like, I hope he doesn't say it because I, I actually want to actually, in his own voice, play it before he says it. Oh, man. But you know, Noah, it's Hulk Day! <laughs> it is. It's Wednesday. Halfway through the week, my man. Halfway through the week, man. I tell you, man, I'm missing your brother. I mean, uh, you well, he'll be back me. here uh, for a very special show for the thirteenth at three p.m. show next uh, week. Yeah, that that's so. I mean, that's extraordinary that uh, they're gonna move James Cooley up four slots in prime time. The James Cooley show. I mean, that's that's just so extraordinary. But I tell you what, what's more extraordinary is that the relationships and uh interaction when uh we are actually in studio and we get a chance to make great radio with our producer noah dingley uh i tell you this guy is incredible uh and uh this guy uh I don't know if we would be where we are. Oh, you can say it uh you know it's uh it, it floats my ego a little bit I'm the hardest working <laughs> producer in radio of course you are. And you already know that. And uh, I tell you, uh, uh, the James Cooley show is uh, look at the numbers uh, and listen to the audience. So uh, uh, we're moving up there and we're going to continue to rise because we talk about it's your life. Uh, we try to stay away from the politics. We talk, try to stay away from the religion. Now, I do want everybody to know that uh, we stay away from religion, but uh, Michelle and I, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I got to say it. And everything we do is uh, uh, whatever that might be is Christ related. And that's just what we add. And uh, um, so it's your life. Uh, when you listen to the James Cooley show, that's what it's based on with Michelle and I. Right, Michelle? Exactly. It's about... Um decisions, things that you're doing um, to better yourself, better the community, communities, just everything, all different people from all different walks of life. And we're really proud of the show and what it has become and what it continues to be. And we just, I mean, when, when, uh, uh, when you have a, a dilemma or a decision and you don't know where to go, um, I, I believe that uh, you just put it to your higher power. And Noah, that's just what uh, what we think. Well, that's another reason why you and I, I mean, so many different ways, but another way that you and I share that common way of thinking. Because oftentimes when you do try and do it yourself, at least myself, James, I always fall flat on my, on my face. But if you trust in the Lord, he gets you through. And it often turns out better anyway. Proverbs <laughs> uh, 3, 5, 3, As you go. Uh, you, you have to put your faith in the Lord and let him make the decision. I'm just, uh, reverbing, uh, in my way, uh, because, uh, we don't know everything and other people that we seek out for guidance. That's just like us in the flesh. <laughs> they don't know either. <laughs> and, uh, and we like, Oh, why you do that? Cause, or, uh, Charles told me to do that. Uh, uh, so why you do the coast? Alice told me to do that. No, put your faith in the Lord. And I tell you, you know who else great... puts their faith in the Lord? 
Oh, who was that? Uh, somebody I talked to today, close personal friend of yours. He's going to be coming back on the show. And the, this guest, tremendous Chief Ralph Godby. Oh, Unexpectedly, man. not knowing he was my guest, we started talking about 9-11. And we're going to play some of that on the show tomorrow, just a little snippet, uh, so people can get ready for that very important day and the show uh, that's coming up here on It's Your Life. And then him and I are going to be talking about that in depth on my show this weekend. You know what, Chief Rap God, uh, that that guy is so incredible, and um, I, I hope he's listening tonight. But uh, I, I I can tell you, Noah, that that's probably in my top five in the two hundred and five uh, shows that we have done. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of incredible guests, and I hate <laughs> to single one person out because there's just something about the way he presents himself. He's my favorite guy. I I love Chief Godby. And right. we got an incredible guest tonight in Jordan Colbert. I mean, probably the smartest guy I know. He, he's been a frequent <laughs> guest of the James Cooley It's Your Live show many times. And we are so honored to have him on tonight and the topic he will be discussing. And, and Noah, I mean, you have heard this guy. Oh, you he's know tremendous. Not just that. He's but, half my age I, and he's tremendous. <laughs> well, I, I say he's under 30, right? But uh, Noah. He's a Yale. And uh, the programs that he run at Yale University, you heard of Princeton, right? You heard of Harvard. Of course, yeah. You heard of all of these. This young man, it stepped out of his comfort zone. He graduated from Penn. But I, ever since I met this young man, I have always known that um, – with so much potential there. And uh, I encourage him. Uh, when these opportunities, a couple of opportunities came up, I said, I encourage him. I said, hey, this is what I believe. This is what I think. This is how I feel. And I believe that you can do this. I believe that you have the talent. I believe that you can set the world on fire. And this guy is also Noah. Country boy, city boy, journey. They ain't over yet. A listener audience, just in case you didn't notice, the audio book was produced, directed, orchestrated by this young man. It's on 50 platforms worldwide. And that's just his part time job. And no <laughs> doubt uh, part of that success is because he's part of the project. Well, he used to be part of the project and now uh, he's part of leadership and guidance. And uh, I tell you what, uh, listen, audience, you want to be part of this conversation. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. What I want to do before we bring this young man on, I want to introduce him, Noah, and uh, I, I want to tell our listener audience about the purpose. Introduce him, and we're gonna take a station break when we do all those things, and we're gonna bring him on. And Noah, it's gonna be open fire. So, Michelle, can you? Tell our listening audience the purpose of tonight's show. Well, let me tell you what tonight's title of the show is, Mental Health, Accessibility, and the Pandemic. The purpose of the show tonight is learn about the background of Jordan Colbert, discuss the topic of mental health, and to discuss what mental health accessibility is, and talk about mental health during the pandemic, and creating accessibility during the pandemic. Can you introduce this absolutely fantastic guest to our listening audience. Yes, Jordan Colbert. Jordan Colbert is from Mays Landing, a small city with a big wealth disparity outside of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Receiving a BA in classical studies from the University of Pennsylvania and a master's of marriage and family therapy from the University of Southern California, he's a first generation philosopher with a strong preference for using science and technology to increase access for people with psychiatric and physical disabilities. Jordan is credentialed as an assistive technology professional with a rehabilitation engineering and assistive technology society of North America and a member of the association of higher education and disability. He previously served as a member of the California association of marriage and family therapists and intern at the mindsight Institute, a research lab for interpersonal neurobiology, therapeutic mindfulness practices. He now works at Yale University at the Associate Director of Assistive Technology in their Student Accessibility Services Office. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly welcomes Jordan Colbert back to the show. Welcome to the show, Jordan. Welcome to the show, my friend. 
How you doing? JC, I'm, I'm doing great. You know, I'm over here smiling, beaming from what, uh, everything you said, you know, I can't thank you enough for the praises. It's not just praises. It's that you're making it happen, my friend. And uh, I'm going to ask you one question before we uh, take it to the break. And uh, you might not be able to finish this doing this, but uh, <laughs> Jordan, you have been on, on, on the J.C. Cooley, James Cooley show many, many times. Uh, and our listening audience kind of know a little bit about you, but can you tell them, just sum it up in 30 seconds, who you are and you know, what you do? Sure. Uh, I'll try and be real quick about it. We'll fit 29 years in the 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, so I am from New Jersey, as Michelle said, from Atlantic City. And uh, I grew up in a single mother household. I'm actually biracial. My mom is white. So that was an interesting experience in the environment that I was in. Uh, she had a lot of mental health issues. I had my own mental health issues growing up. And uh, I was lucky enough to really get taken in by, by my sister, my oldest sister of six. And uh, her and her fiance really helped me understand the value of education. So with that, I, I went over to UPenn after I graduated high school, focused on my studies and sports, played some football over there, was a bartender, learned a lot, learned a lot from classical studies and philosophy of ancient mind. And that, uh, that propelled me to some research that led me over to Southern California to get away from the cold and to learn a little bit more about how people think. Um, you know, stayed over there and now I'm back over here with Yale University. Well, well, Joe, and I tell you, my friend, um, we're going to educate our listening audience on mental health, accessibility, and uh, the pandemic. And, and the pandemic has extended itself a little bit, but we're going to talk about all of those things. But Michelle and I are so happy to have you back on the show, man. But we're going to take a station break. But when we come back, we're going to pick this great topic up and it's just going to be absolutely wonderful and fun we'll be back shortly after the break it's your life i'm james cooler there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I, I tell you, we got the fantastic uh, Jordan Coburn. I tell you, I, I know this young man. This young man is under 30. Uh, I have worked with this young man uh, for a couple of years, and if you talk about character, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this guy is complete character, but he is complete heart. I mean, he loves everybody. And just like he mentioned to you, he's biracial. Not, not that that's important. Uh, you know, his dad black, his mom white. Uh, uh he grew up in, in a situation where it was tough. And guess what? He went to Ivy League school, graduated, went to USC, graduated. And now he's at Yale, <laughs> you know, when he directing um, programs, not just because of the color of his skin or his religion, but because of the aptitude and the abilities that uh, to lead. And uh, this guy is so important to me. And I just want the world to know about that. And Noah, I mean, importance, I mean, struggle. You you have to go through a struggle in order to understand what survival is about. Yeah, sometimes also to know what's important to you. Sometimes you take things for granted and you don't necessarily realize how important certain aspects of your life are, and they make you tougher on the other side. Not not only that, but Noah, that uh, that also gives you a different perspective because uh, when you're in society and uh, people are not just that it's all about people, but they look at you and they're like, oh, I don't know what to think about him on this side. I don't know what to think about uh, him on this side. Uh, I believe that you just look at a person for a person, look at the inside, look at what their heart is before you make judgments. And, uh, and a lot of times we experience mental health issues. I'm talking about people or I'm talking about myself maybe yourself or others because uh we think people expect uh so many things from us and uh we kind of lock those into who people expect us to be but i think it's it's like this god uh, prepare us for every destination and every destiny that we have and we have to discover ourselves from a mental health perspective, we have to learn early that we have purpose and that we cannot let all of these uh, different uh, things affect us or cause us to do certain things that's going to throw us off a rail and cause us to go out and and become a criminal. <laughs> I don't know any other way to say it other than that, no. Yeah, and uh, as we talk about on the show so often, it's mental health that often gets pushed to the side. Uh, I can take care of it later, or if you're a guy, sometimes you know you can get a bit prideful. That's not, you know, I'm I'm fine. I'll get through it on my own. Mental health awareness and mental health accessibility; uh, these things are so important to society. Well, and that's why uh, I want to delve deep into uh, this topic and now listen to audience. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Jordan, you had an early introduction to mental health. Is that where you got your interest in psychology? Yeah, um, I think you know it really had a big impact uh, on me. Seeing just the struggles that my mom went through with drugs and alcohol, seeing how some of my friends, their experience was at home where they'd see, you know, violence or them themselves were being abused. You know, I really, or even just looking at my community, seeing, you know, everything around that. I had like a real understanding that people were suffering in silence. Like when you're suffering through this, you kind of think that this is the mindset that you need to be in, that this is just life. And when I went to Penn, I realized, no, that this, it, this isn't just life. You know, this isn't life just being difficult life. This is life 
that is way different from what most people live or what, you know, what is considered average or above average. Because, you know, the people that go to Penn, that propels them to a different lifestyle. A lot of them come from different backgrounds where things are different in that sense. And so, you know, seeing all that, that really, that really pushed me towards psychology at, at, as I grew up and, and just really helped me want to find out about the human mind and why, you know, people go through this. Can you explain to the listening audience, what is therapy all about? And does it really work for people with mental health concerns? <laughs> I feel like that's like a million dollar question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, therapy is really, it, it's about just bonding and understanding someone else is there for a non-judgmental experience. You know, it's finding someone outside that typical realm that you're going to have of maybe a parent who's going to, you know, tell you, oh, maybe you should do this or it's not that bad. You know, imagine what I had to go through or a friend trying to give you advice. A therapist, you know, they may act and do different interventions. But at the end of the day, the therapist is there to be that non-judgmental reflection. So you get to understand, you know, your relationships or even just understand a little bit about you. And it does help. It helps a lot for people with mental health concerns. You know, for the short term ones that may be like a depressive episode or anxiety, it can be really effective really quickly. For the long term severe mental health, that's going to be something that needs therapy consistently with medication. So, I mean, it's a, it's a weird world and it's difficult to be vulnerable, but it works. Wow. Yeah, you mentioned something yeah, um, that uh, bothers myself and Michelle, and I talked about this the other day. Um, people said, well, you don't understand. It ain't that bad. It's this or it's that. But they don't understand what's inside a person's mind or uh, they don't understand how we might be feeling. Uh, can you yeah. explain a little bit more on that? Yeah, I mean, an incredible uh, kind of discussion about this comes from Brene Brown, which is a really good uh, kind of metaphor about what you're talking about, where people will say, oh, you know, you don't get it. Like, it could be worse, when in reality, they don't get it. It's kind of like the difference between sympathy and empathy. And so in uh, Brene's metaphor, sympathy is when you're in a hole and somebody walks by the hole and looks down and says, well, at least you're not dead, and then walks off. Whereas empathy is when somebody walks in and sees you in the hole, they're like, oh, let me get in this hole and figure out how we can get out together. And that's the difference right there between that experience of like, oh, you know, let me tell you about it versus this is what I'm experiencing. Yeah, there's lots of things that we can learn from each other. We all have different experiences, but the mental health aspect is so important, Jordan. And I got a question for you after the break that I think uh, is pretty pivotal, and and people should listen to your answer. And there's going to be more coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. So just hang tight with us, and we'll be back. Give us a call, 888-344-1170. Absolutely. Call us. This is a great guy. Just like Noah said, one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. We'll be back shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Gold. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the 
the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hey, hello. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I, Noah, man, we got this great guy, great friend, and I say young protege. And I don't know how long I'm going to be able to call him one of my protégés because he has involved into, I tell you, where I look up to him there. I look up to him for guidance. Uh, and he's doing a lot of great things. Very impressive individual. Uh, of course. And his name is Jordan Coburn. And he's working at Yale University. I am so happy, so proud. I just love saying that uh, because he came to me first uh, when that opportunity was offered. And I, you know. I, I kind of mentioned, I said, hey, it's, this is a tough one. Not tough for me because I would do it. <laughs> you know, but, uh, uh, you have to sit back and think about all those things. But this is a, a lunch. Uh, uh, the potential wise, this guy is so incredible. I'm so happy to call him my friend. Uh, and, uh, he has done so much. Just like I said, country boy, city boy journey. It ain't over yet. The audio book. This guy is the face behind that. Everybody say that I'm the voice behind that. Uh, but you have a face that makes things happen. And this, uh, this guy made all those things happen. And he's also has been instrumental in, in everything that we're doing. And, and I tell you, it's beginning a Noah Saturday. I'm on the road for the next six weeks and, uh, we're in Texas right now. Uh, we'll be in, uh, San Diego. Uh, I will be in studio with you to, from the 13th all the way till, uh, that, that week. Then we're in Vegas. All of these things is, is, is the James Cooley show. Keep that in mind. So then we'll be in Vegas, uh, doing my birthday. My birthday is 25th, uh, the 22nd through the, uh, 26th. Uh, then we are in Atlanta. Uh, then, uh, we are going to be in a place where I can't, my wife tell me I cannot mention it. Uh, New York. Uh, okay. I'm in trouble. And then we're back in San Diego. Then we're back in Texas. So the James Cooley show is all over. All around the nation. <laughs> and that just started us right there, my friend. But, uh, as long as we got great guests like Jordan here. Uh, and that's, that's willing to share, uh, his ideas on how we can make the world better. We need those things. Uh, but, uh, one thing I want our listening audience to understand, Noah, is this is, 
9-11 week. And we got such a great show coming up tomorrow. Not saying that we moving away from the show today. But we're going to talk about 9-11. We're going to talk about the, where were you at doing uh, 9-11. And myself, I was at the Pentagon. And uh, we we got a, a, a great guest that's going to be talking about that. And her husband made the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, he was in uh, the towers. And so uh, I tell you, uh, 9-11 is tomorrow. But then uh, when we when we talk about those things, we talk about mental health, right? Jordan is a mental health expert uh, that helps us uh, understand a lot of things that go into our mind, especially when we experience tragedies or we experience the unexpected noise. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, mental health is so important. And again, you know, bringing up 9-11, the show we're going to be heading into tomorrow, I think that's something that affected every American. Um, obviously, some had family that was... Uh, there on that fateful day and unfortunately lost their lives and affected them more than others. But we came together as a country. We supported each other. Uh, that's what we should be doing now. Maybe reflect on that and try and get more of that mindset. But yeah, we're all uh, uh, affected mentally and we have to re- realizing that is, is the, is the first step on that. And we have to realize that. And I know uh, uh, we're going to get back to this great guy shortly, but uh, we, we started off last night with fallen angel. And uh, uh, a lot of people uh, that don't understand that that was during that time frame as well. Uh, when we had uh, SEAL Team 6 and uh, Extortion 17. And if uh, uh, I tell you, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that right now. But uh, if uh, a listening audience, if you lock in on this, you might want to go to Sailor Media. And you might want to pull that uh <laughs> that movie down. It's going to explain yeah, the direct a website salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. But let's get back to this great man, Jordan Coburn. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's your life. Let's talk about Jordan Coburn. Jordan, so um you now work in the fields of accessibility. Can you explain what that is? Yeah. Uh I mean it's a huge field and it can mean a lot to a lot of different uh, groups, but the field itself is largely governed around uh, the ideas of creating access for equal opportunities to other people uh, and primarily people with disabilities. So there's the law, which, you know, comes out of Rehabilitation Act of 1973 and then the Americans with Disability Act and its amendments. But there's also the mindset around barriers, which, you know, that kind of plays into so many different areas. So accessibility, when you look at it, it can mean different things depending on the different groups. So if you're looking at, you know, disability, where it's physical disability, you know, accessibility could be, can you even get in the building? Like, are there ramps? Are there elevators? Are the doors, you know, are they automated? Are they too heavy to open? Now, those are one area of, of accessibility, but then there's also things like, you know, educational accessibility. Like, are there barriers to you having the same learning opportunities? Is learning being held back because of a barrier, you know, that we need to figure out how to remove and make it accessible? And because it can be good for everyone, regardless of, you know, if you have a disability or if you don't, because, I mean, I love those automatic doors. And I can open pretty heavy doors. You know, I have some muscle from, from football strength. Um, but it can be in very different areas, and it can help so many different people. So that's a little bit about accessibility. Yeah, Jordan, just back to just general mental health overall, what I wanted to ask you before the break was you've seen a lot of time in the field in your study. Uh, and as you've experienced this and learned about the, about the field, what's been the most important thing? that you've learned about yourself and how sharing that perhaps right now might open up a new door and a new page for somebody else? No, no, that's a zinger of a question right there. Um, You know, there's a lot of things that I've learned, like through this journey, through mental health, just in general, and also getting such a specialized knowledge. 
The one thing I would say about, you know, myself that I've learned is it's okay to not be okay. Uh, and it's okay to not be normal. Now, like I've spent so much, so much time in my life really struggling to fit in, struggling to kind of meet the expectation of what I thought everybody wanted. And a lot of the times it led me to act in ways that, you know, weren't, weren't the best for me. They weren't, you know, positive because I'd be so anxious about what I wanted people to think or how I thought about it afterwards, about how it made me feel and how, you know, depressed I'd get over these interactions. And I realized, you know, once I, once I could understand that, you know, I'm not going to be that, I'm not going to be what everybody expects me to be. I'm just going to be me. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. If I don't like it, then that's something that I can work on. Um, and I think, you know, I was struggling with that for a long time until I realized, you know, normal is just a setting on a washing machine. It's, it's really, there's no way to define normal. What is normal? You know, we all have our little struggles and, uh, you know, that's something that I think I really took away and I use it to help my students that I interface with because you think, you know, it's hard to try and balance all these life expectations, you know, maybe a mental health disability or, or some other disability and also, you know, live up to what you want to be. And what you might be today, what you might think is your authentic self, excuse me, today you that might change you might have several experiences you know over the next several weeks over the next several months and then you come out on the other side as a completely different person because of those experiences yeah and that's that's very true like your authenticity can change because you get to learn more and that's the beauty about learning i mean the more you learn whether it's about mental health about yourself about the world the better you can be and the more authentic you can be and that's a big part of mental health in general is just your own authenticity. Jordan, do you believe some barriers to mental health care access are cultural? If so, can you explain? Yeah, uh, that is something that's really been studied a lot uh, in the literature around mental health. You know, as, as people try to figure out targeted ways to help specific you know, cultures or help specific, uh, you know, underserved populations. We have done a lot of research in this and we found that, you know, whether it be because of a different culture being in our culture, like the norm culture where you're, you're kind of emigrating your customs, or if it's a custom that has been there and built up for generation and generation for a specific purpose, now in the modern setting, it may not still be applicable and may cause, you know, its own barriers. So there's things like we know from research that Caucasian Americans go to therapy much more than minorities do. But within that minority group, Asian Americans go the least. And when we look at it as it goes up, the more collectivist cultures are less likely to go to therapy because in a collectivist culture, you start to think like, oh, you know, we can take care of each other and we can handle our own internal, you know, things that might come up. And sometimes that works, you know, nothing better than having a strong family support system. But at the same time, sometimes you need outside input or outside fresh eyes on it to give you, you know, a healthy perspective. I think that that's uh, a very important point. And I tell you, we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back, Jordan, and I want to discuss mental health during the pandemic. And I also want to talk a little bit about creating accessibilities through the pandemic. And uh, I tell you, this is uh, such an important topic that we all need to be aware of. It. And we're going to come back and continue to talk to this great man, Jordan Cooper. It's your life. I'm James Cooper. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. 
We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I'll tell you, it's a this is an absolutely wonderful show, and I, I believe, Noah, that uh, this is topics that we need to engage in. We need to understand, and we also, <laughs> I tell you, we need to discuss. I mean, especially when it comes from a man perspective, because <laughs> sometimes we feel that we know everything and that we don't need help and we don't need this and we don't need that. Uh, but, uh, when we're the head of the household, I mean, everybody that's in our household follow us and they follow our lead. I can't tell you how invaluable the, uh, counseling that I got when I was taking my kids to therapy because, you know, they've experienced a broken home over, over their lifetime and, you know, they learned a lot, but being able to be there and be a part of that, uh, of that therapy was some of the greatest uh, things that I have learned in my lifetime, and it's made me a better person for it. I'm glad I didn't get stubborn and say, no, no, this is for the kids. This this isn't for me, because that would have been the wrong perspective. And uh, you you mentioned uh, the thing that's most important. Uh, you mentioned that sometimes we do get stubborn. And uh, you got twin boys. And... Uh, uh, Everything that you do, the boys, uh, especially during uh, the uh, early age, they they follow their dad, they follow, uh, they they follow, and they do what we do. And if we get stubborn, they get stubborn. We need to be able to sometimes teach and influence and guide. And sometimes uh, when we have challenges in our families. Uh, and we don't know what to do. Sometimes it requires us to reach out for help. And you never know who's watching you. <laughs> well, even if they're not saying anything, James, like my kids, I mean, obviously I did do the therapy and I didn't get stubborn. Like I said, that was good. But had I not, and I've had friends in similar situations, the kids might not say anything, but they pick up on a lot just from behavior and what they watch their parents do. And they do. And they pick up on behavior. And so sometimes we need to understand when we need to reach out, especially during this uh, time that we're having right now, the pandemic. And um, a lot of times uh, this is something that we have not been here before. At least in my generation, I haven't. Uh, and sometimes we don't know how to react, and um, it's sometimes it's tough. Uh, but we have to keep the family together. We have to keep ourselves together, and we have to know uh, that there are help doing mental health, and we have to reach out for those uh, 
that help. And uh, if you want to be part of this great conversation with Jordan Coben, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Jordan, it's clear that mental health accessibility is pretty important. What has the pandemic been like on mental health? Uh, well, I mean, that's a that's a pretty interesting uh, question because it's almost as if everybody has their own take on what this is, you know, depending on who you talk to or where, what part of the country you're in. But overall, it has had a pretty significant impact on mental health, not just in, you know, the general population, but to get more specific on specific communities. So adolescents, adolescents have had a rise in anxiety and depression uh, around this whole pandemic period. You know, there's been a lot of difficulty, but a good thing and kind of no one touched on this is that out of this pandemic, we are seeing, though, that there are clear positive outcomes from working with kids and like kind of sharing information with them, you know, having a good parental child communication line that has helped raise resiliency for these periods, like for these children who are going through this because they're isolated with their parents. And so there's this big impact there. And then, I mean, you know, you look at the the adult population and in minority communities, they've been hit harder with certain areas because of, you know, the effects of the pandemic where, you know, joblessness, uh, you know, access to a bunch of other services has been difficult because of the pandemic. And that in itself has had a trickle down effect on people's mental health. Yeah, you know, this pandemic, Jordan, is something that I think has affected everybody and especially the kids. I, I, my, my heart really bleeds for them when I see what they, what they've been through and are still going through with, you know, some of the, the requirements in schools. They're in school, they're out of school. And I really think that needs to be a big focus, um, going, going forward is that we make sure our kids are taken care of. And if that means the parents get more involved at making sure that that is a, priority then that's what needs to be done but we 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 can't leave the kids the the kids behind in this this needs to i think if there's anything from this pandemic we can do better i think it's safeguarding our kids and their mental mental well well well-being yeah i mean that's a huge that's a huge factor in coming out of this because you know as this started that was actually something i started thinking about you know how are the kids that are being born into this or who are experiencing this you know, from three to about seven, what is their experience of this? You know, it's really hard to have a concept of what's going on where everybody's so scared. You, you're afraid of germs. That's like prime time to stick your hand on things and then put it in your mouth. You know, when you're a kid, but now you're experiencing this pandemic and it's like, what are these impacts going to be down the line? You know, how are we going to assess this and how are we going to support these kids? Wow. You, 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 you know what, Jordan? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, creating accessibility through the pandemic. How do you think we can expand the positive impact and, uh, you know, because of the pandemic on mental health? And what do you think we would need to increase awareness so that uh, we can make sure that uh, anybody that needs help and also accessibility uh, that we can make that possible? Yeah, that's, that's a really big question. I mean, I would say that one of the ways that we're, we're, we can expand the positive impact of this pandemic is through increasing Internet access. That's the number one way that we can continue to expand on this because there was a big discrepancy when the immediate switch from, oh, you know, everybody's doing everything in person to switching to, oh, my gosh, we're using Internet for everything. But making sure that everybody has reliable Internet, you know, creating some some functional system where Internet is not a, a you know, a feigned thing. Like, it's not caviar. I mean, right now it's probably, it's not caviar, but maybe, you know, it's like a, a little filet uh, something like that, but we need to make it so it's, you know, widespread. It's like ground beef, but, you know, versatile. That's one way. And then I think, you know, we can do this, though, by raising awareness and speaking out. So there's been a huge push during this pandemic for things like mental health, 
you know, mental health days, mental health awareness, reach out. There's been so many, you know, targeted ads. And the more that we do that, every time someone sees that ad, it starts to build into their brain. And, you know, it's not brainwashing. It's just giving them the information over and over again until they pay attention to it. Well, John, um, you've been at Yale, I believe, now uh, close to three months. And uh, real quickly, we, we're coming short on time. But uh, what has your experience been like in 30 seconds or less of working on these issues at Yale University that's going to bring awareness to the world? Yeah, I mean, 30 seconds again, you got me on the spot. Uh, but <laughs> no, I mean, my experience at Yale has been great so far. It's It's been really good to see how open the community is and to see the efforts that they're putting. I, I really just walking in and kind of being there for these three months, meeting students, meeting faculty, meeting different diversity groups, and hearing really what they're doing and, you know, the advocacy that they're, they're putting out there, the, the push that they're making to say, no, this is accessibility is important. You know, people are important and that should be number one. And mental health is important. All of that is looped into one. And, you know, that's been phenomenal to see. Wow. That's wow. been one of the big things. Uh, I just want to thank you. And you know, you always invited on the James Cooley show. I mean, you are so inspirational and an influencer. And, uh, thank I just you, want to thank you for, <laughs> I just want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show tonight. Uh, we will have you again, but in two months, uh, that's the standard operating <laughs> procedure. I want to thank my great, uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, you know, for always being here and always, uh, coming up with these ideas. I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. Uh, that guy is so absolutely fantastic. Most I might be fantastic, but uh, <laughs> Jordan, I have to tell you, such a wise man. Wise man. I'd like to thank our listening audience for always tuning in. we got a, another great show tomorrow, but uh, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message and bring great guests like this. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Coley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.